and you're listening to another episode of Higher Education, where me and three of my friends break down, review, discuss, analyze classic college, high school, coming of age, party movies, you know the gist, your American Pies, your Animal Houses. This week, we watched a movie that was just baffling, how, <laughs> how like empty it was. We watched Project X. We have a lot to talk about but also nothing to talk about because nothing happens in this movie except a big part. Let me introduce my <laughs> This week, as every week, I've got Mason Dowd. Hi. Owen Belfiore. Howdy. Adam Chaplin. Hello. And I'm Jake Dubkowski. Is so- howdy? It was me. That was Owen. <laughs> I said howdy. The party got him already. Oh no, uh, he's losing it. I'm losing it. This movie's making me lose it. I'm this tired. Movie, this movie, you know, as I thought, <laughs> at the end of the day, it was sucked. Horrible. It it's, was horrible. I actually you know awful. I had a really good time watching it. It felt like three hours. It was the longest fucking hour and a half of my life. <laughs> it was I'm fucking dude, exhausted. You would pause it to talk. And then, I, and then, and then, I think Mason or Owen so would be like, "It's been four minutes. Keep it going." Like, <laughs> it felt like it, it was like an hour, and then we'd pause it, and we'd be like, "Shit, two minutes have gone by." Well, first, of first of all, first of all, first of all, if you were to get rid of the montages, this movie would be like seventy percent shorter. So, yeah. so usually on the show, the majority of the movie is a montage of the. Party. The majority of this movie is softcore porn montage. Let's, let's okay. No, oh, I wouldn't go that far, but that is in there quite a bit. Real, real quick, real quick, okay, we we're going to try something new for this podcast. We're going to actually read the whole synopsis of the movie real quick, but there is no synopsis of this movie because there's exactly. nothing. About there's this nothing movie. to synopsize. Yeah, we talked about that format before, and then we can't. There's, Can't do it. <laughs> there's nothing going on in the movie. It's pre- preface. It's a found footage movie of which old- this this screams 2012. Like Paranormal Activity was right. all the rage, and yeah. someone said, "How do we make a found footage movie without making a horror movie?" Like that's what this was. Apart- no, this felt like a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> it had that found footage vibe. Um, uh, let me find. Although like- I will say, I will say that like. The move, the entire movie felt like it could be shot on an iPhone, for and for some reason that made it feel almost more real. Like it was like it was like the directing was so bad. For those that don't know what Project X is, it's literally just a big party. He throws a party. I'm gonna just read the first paragraph. What's the main character's name? J- Fuck. Thomas. Thank There's you. Thomas, Thomas. Thomas and Gaby. <laughs> All right, I'm going to read the synopsis. In Pasadena, high school students Costa and JB plan to throw a party for their friend Thomas's birthday, aiming to increase their popularity. Thomas's parents go away for the weekend, leaving him alone in the house, but warn him not to have too many people over and not to drive his father's Mercedes. So right off the back, you know that that Mercedes is getting destroyed. It's fun. You know what I mean? Like it was definitely... That the dad's like, don't touch my car. That car is getting <laughs> annihilated. That was that was stereotypical high school trope there, where it was like, oh yeah, the dad that's like, don't touch don't my car. Don't touch my car. And they give him, they give him, they give him like a minivan, like his mom's minivan, because it's it's his birthday. And the and the scene could not be more stereotypical, where where the dad goes, I bet you wish you were driving the Mercedes. 
you're never driving the Mercedes, son. Then he proceeds <laughs> to talk about how lame his son is, and he wishes his son could be Yeah, cool. exactly. <laughs> Dad's then, he, then, then he's all like, you better answer every phone call during tonight and this weekend. If I call you, answer. He's reluctant to have the party at his house, but Costa continues with his hint plan and hires av student dax to chronicle the night's events <clears throat> let's talk about dax because i've always believed that in a found footage movie the most important character is the camera dax didn't do too much yeah well that's the he thing. had one really good line that felt heartwarming and then immediately i was brought back to scumbag nature in cloverfield like rob is the main or not rob um tj miller is the main character right 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 in this movie dax is barely there like the camera's always there but he is and there is one line at the end that's actually like probably one of the best parts of the movie oh yeah yeah it is (laughs) although i will say dax's dedication to filming is insane they're getting caught on fire like there's there's a dude with a flamethrower and he's like no he cut this up into a movie in universe and submitted it to nyu and got it 100%. Yeah, I guess so. My God. Yeah, no, okay. There was a thing I read before you watched the movie, but the director and producers had the three main kids go to Disneyland together and, like, try to, like, develop some chemistry. They didn't invite Dax, though, and I feel bad for him. Yeah, that's a win. Well, the thing is, is that this this movie, a lot of it feels very improvisational. Yeah. And I think that that's the... The relationship between the three main friends, Thomas, uh, Costa, and JB, is the only, like, good... It's the only good part of this movie. Yeah. And it's the only part of this movie that the writers thought of, other than, what if there's a big party? (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Two things from that, though. Two things from that. First thing, I want to hit on what you said about the improvisational, because I kept asking you, Jake, like... Are these writers good, it or are these to, just kid? This movie. Or are these to, just kids doing improv? I think it's like, improv. Largely, the vernacular. The vernacular was really good. Like yeah. how how they their diction and like how they were speaking felt very much like oh this is how three teenage dickheads would speak. Thank you. I don't, I don't drink alcohol. Okay, faggot. It was writing. I'll, I'll give them that. And I then also it had to be something that we just longer. skipped over was how much of a dickhead Costa is. No, I love Costa. <laughs> Shut up. I love what? No, you cannot. No. You know why? Do you know Absolutely why? not. Why? You are why? gaslighting me oh, right now. No, 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 listen, 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 listen. Hear me out. Oh, no. I'm not. Costa, wait for Shut it, up. right? And I'm going to reference some of our – for those of you that are dedicated listeners, you'll appreciate this. Costa, every movie that we've watched so far has had a stifler. And Costa is the stifler of this movie, but wait, but he's not cool. Yeah, he's not. But that doesn't make Costa, like, like Costa inherently as a character <laughs> is so terrible. He says the N-word, Jake. You cannot be t- <laughs> yeah, he, he does. did say the N-word. He drops the he drops He did. He did yeah, say the N-word. I forgot about that. Never mind. I forgot about that. Where do you think this school gets from? This is wholesale, you are literally retarded. Cool. I take that back. I forgot he said the N-word. He's, and he's catcalling. No, Remember wait, when he no catcalls what? the girls? Yeah, His absolutely. His character is terrible. 
One of you said that this movie was going to be the least misogynistic. Yeah, be- okay. Before we watch this, right? <laughs> let me let me set the screen. Before we're watching this, we're on our little Zoom call, and we have a you know we always have a brief chat before we watch the movie. And I said, you know what? This movie's more recent. I have a feeling that it will be a little more PC than American Pie and Road Trip because those were made like twelve years prior. I said, this movie's going to be less misogynistic. This movie was by far, by fucking far, the most misogynistic. Possibly the most misogynistic. misogynistic, This is the first thing that Pop said. It was just all about dudes trying to bang chicks. They all jumped into the pool, and then one girl goes into the pool, and they're like, read the sign, and it says only naked chicks. Whoa, 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 read the sign, honey. And of course, then a bunch of girls take. High school, it's his birthday. They're the losers at high school. You know, he goes up to open his locker and some jock is standing in front of him. And he's oh, like, and I'm he, not moving. And he's like, are you looking at my dick? Which, yeah. by the way, that character comes, like, I thought that character was going to. Comes back like, once. He shows up very I, briefly. Well, because when he showed up, I was like, I thought like, that character oh. was going to be a plot point. Well, yeah, and I was I, like, oh, this is the stiffler of this movie. It was. And he wrong. never shows up again. Because he had terrible. that look, like he had that blonde, you know, the, uh, sugar the- ray haircut. <laughs> Frosted tip. It almost felt like more real than a movie because of how unconnected the plot was. Yeah, yeah. I'll agree. You're like, with oh, that that's kind of like real life. You know what I mean? Oh, and though it, it felt real, but it. Well, it oh, and it, you were saying it, it felt like somebody recorded on iPhone. You're right. It felt like someone recorded off their iPhone and then just showed me it, and it was like, here, check out this party, dude. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I, at one point, Costa's taking a shit, and they this part's unrealistic. They go in and like dump the trash bin on him while he's That's- shitting, <laughs> which was just so stupid that I loved it. That's a but pretty that- big trope. But then the one thing that I did that was realistic was they turned the light off in the bathroom on him, which ha- which happened all the time in high school. Yeah, yes. that happened. That still happens. Unrealistic, though, their school had doors on their bathroom. But in 2012, <laughs> it's realistic. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right, because jewels yeah. weren't a thing. Never mind. I Thank take you. back my quip. Um, <laughs> number two, this was our first. Honestly, this might have. This probably uh-huh. happened in American Pie. What you're talking about. The trope of characters sitting on the bleachers at the school stadium. Yes. Right. Or, yeah. we talked I, I never understood where this trope came from i sat on the bleachers at my school during like a during because you were forced (laughs) like when you were forced during like a pep rally or like during my question is honestly when when did you have time to do that yeah you had to go to class 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 yeah they wouldn't let us go out like out there for lunch or anything right this is what cutting what cutting classes in movies is is someone's just like oh man i'm not showing up what it actually is, is you go to like the teacher of the elective you like, and you're like, hey, like, I don't want to go to a geoscience today. We have a substitute <laughs> teacher. Can I, can I, t- and we're not doing anything. Can I come down? That's exactly what we did. Pools over for the day. They go to the drug dealer's house. Who? <laughs> the drug dealer who's like an adult an, man with guns. It's an adult man, which, okay, yes. first of all, uh, you know what? Actually, Okay. <laughs> okay. Jake's trying not to incriminate I don't himself. think that my mom will ever listen to this, but I'm just going to say it. I've, I've been 
<laughs> around. <laughs> Say it. Wait, drink what? I've been around drug game. dealers in my life before. <laughs> really? By accident? This, by accident, Jake? Yeah, by accident. <laughs> not, un- not unrealistic that high school kids would be seeing an, an older guy. I'll, I'm not going to comment on that because that was common. What I am gonna comment is this drug dealer's crazy. He looks like Trevor from later GTA in the movie. Five. Yeah, he is like the Trevor from Grand Theft Auto Five. He's not as insane, insane, but like it's and pretty I've, bad. I've been around some drug dealer, and if when you sell drugs to to younger people, you need money to buy drugs for yourself, and when you you do a lot of LSD and ketamine and shit and your brain fries and you get super fucking paranoid. And it's crazy the point that Jake that, like, is getting all of this off of Wikipedia. I'm just going to be honest. I'm just going to be honest. If you're selling drugs to kids this age, you're paranoid as shit, you know? And he would have seen that camera immediately, you know, in the car filming him and would have flipped the fuck out. Most drug dealers, like, they don't want you giving their fucking Snapchat out to people they don't know. They they are the most, like, especially, like, this guy was selling a lot of shit, as we learn later in the movie, and we'll get to that. He would be, like, like you would get to his house. He wouldn't even, you wouldn't even go to his house. He wouldn't give you his address. You would meet him in a sheets parking lot. He would get in your car and say, can you drive me to dollar general? You would, he would go into the dollar general and come out with a, with all of his groceries and a fudgesicle in his mouth and then say, okay, drive me back to the sheets. I'm going to walk home from there because the government is listening to me through my sink faucet. (laughs) Hey Jake, was that all improvised? No, that was a real person that I interacted with and bought drugs. I love dollar yeah. Do you know the best fucking part about this this story? Uh, Another yes. person I know went to him as well a couple Same weeks thing. later and he made him fucking drive him to Dollar General again. <laughs> now they get set up for the party. Oh, and they go to buy supplies for the party and they run into Miles Teller, the actor, who is playing himself in this movie <laughs> and and they like are telling him about the party and he's like, oh man, I'm coming. And you're thinking, oh, he's fucking with them. Also at the drug dealer's house, they steal a, a gnome statue and the drug dealer freaks the fuck out and runs after them and punches the, the windshield and it cracks. And, and, and I, again, for, like all the characters in these movies are so forgettable. Costa, Costa's like, oh, I can get it fixed. My my cousin's got a got a window shop. He'll get that. He'll buff that out for you. No biggie. Then the drug dealer chases them onto the street and starts punching the windows. Like this guy is fucking batshit insane. Like the type of guy who I just don't even know. Like like fucking cuckoo bananas. That's what you went with. Bananas for cocoa puffs. That's crazy, bro. Okay. Moving on, they go to their <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah, let's just talk about the party, and like we don't need to get into the details about the party because the, the party is so empty. Ultimately, it's the a party sequence. The party is basically just an hour long montage, and more people just keep showing up. There's a couple standout things throughout, and honestly, there's really not that much to talk about for for the bulk of this movie being about a party. 
nothing fucking happens. So first of all, first of all, no one shows up for the party, right? No one shows up. And then they, all of the people show up late at the same time, a half an hour late, just by coincidence, which I hated. Well, that never happens. That's it's all, like not what happens. There's, there's like, that awkward moment where you, you're like with your core group of friends because they're there early and then someone that you barely know shows up and you just- And it's really off, fucking awkward. Yeah. And you're like, awkward. oh, like you like, you like have like, like English with them. So you try <laughs> to like strike up a conversation and you're like, yeah. oh, like Mrs. <laughs> class is, is, is really crazy. Like, I don't know if I should be an AP and they're like, Oh and yeah, should we be you know, dropping teacher names? I'll believe it. It, it. The party starts. I, I just immediately don't even, it's insane. Imme- that's the that's my big issue because if the party like scaled and got crazier and crazier and it does, but if the party started as like a small get together and then it gets out of hands, I'd be like, okay, Jake, this you're is, forgetting something important. What? Right before the party started, Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, Adam. Playing <laughs> the Mortal Kombat thing. Good job, Adam. Before the you movie know what? started. Adam, Adam, we'll let you explain this. This okay. is your win. So Adam, before, before the movie started, the Warning Brothers signal came up, and I called. I said, did you? I go, you know, they could probably put any of these characters into Mortal Kombat. And they all just, like, got off on me. They're like, no way. Like, shut like, up. That's stupid. And then yeah. And then in the middle of the movie, right. I'm like, look, it's Mortal Kombat. And they're like, wait, what the heck? And Mortal Kombat was playing. Because Warner Brothers has to gold mine that game franchise. Good job, Adam. Very proud. Thank you. Okay, so the party Jesus. starts. Um, and all these people show up. It's relatively like, realistic at first, though. Like, immediately, right- it's crazy. But it's a party that feasibly could happen if your parents are out of town. With One complaint I have, though, is that... Okay, so normally at parties, kids bring a beer... Or a white claw, like a all of these, thing. yeah. They're all bringing these, these bottles of like top shelf whiskey. Everyone showing up with shit. like vodka. And nobody does this because you dr- you go to a party to drink other people. <laughs> Miles Teller shows up in a party bus, like the actor Miles Teller playing himself, who in this universe is an alumni from their high school, and is an actor. Like shows up with all of these like models, and like they Bye. all like are. They're they're like they're like college age girls, you know. They're, okay, can I can I say something real quick? Yes. First of all, even the, the, a lot of the people at the party did not even look college age. Not, can we all agree with that? Like a lot of a lot of the extras looked like they were like twenty eight. The only yeah. reason it stood yeah. out is because the main characters all looked like they were like seven. Yeah, exactly. They all and looked then, young. The extras looked twenty because they wanted to show boobs. And then yeah. it was shocking to me that Miles took this role because this role is specifically a college dude or an older dude that is like, yeah, I'll prey on high school girls. Like, yeah. I, think like that, I think that they told him he would be playing himself and he liked that idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he it's like was you're like, playing yourself because, but yourself like, think about like like Neil Patrick Harris and the Harold and Kumar movies. I bet that's what they pitched it to him. They're like, you're playing a fictionalized version of yourself. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Okay. All I, right. I, I, starting with this party, I want to get through one 
stupid movie with you guys without having to watch softcore. Oh, with for you guys. sure. Every movie, every single college they, movie. I have. It's honestly movie. like uncomfortable how much like nudity there was in this movie. Like the, yeah, the scene where friend. he and the girl go go like to his room. I'll give them that one. You know what I mean? It's yeah, an R rated movie. And there's some the whole shit with the pool though was so unreal. To put it realistic, there was like forty girls topless in like one shot. To the point that like like I'm sorry, maybe I've never been to a Pasadena party, but (laughs) they. The other thing is, is that they are they are topless before the party even goes like crazy. Ecstasy is in this gnome. And of course they throw the gnome and break the gnome and pills pop everywhere. Miles Teller is the one who breaks the gnome because like he's got to be in this movie. Yeah, they got to show another scene. You know, three scenes. And it breaks and they all just fucking... I was the gnome full of ecstasy. That's my real question. That's where he hit his... No, that makes sense. that, that, that makes sense to me. That's the thing that makes the most sense. The, the biggest losers in their grade through one of the biggest ragers ever. And that's this what I'm questioning. Makes no sense. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, so, that's because of cost. Hey, someone brought a zip line to this. Yeah. Place. Let's talk about the fucking zip line. They I tied really- a dog to balloons and said it. Yeah. Let's talk about the dog balloon shit. They tried when to- the party's first getting out of hand. First off. Someone's leaning on the Mercedes. So once again, Thomas is like freaking the fuck out. He's like, please don't lean on the Mercedes. My dad will have a hissy fit if it gets dead. Man. <laughs> and so that's the, that's the scene that I knew for a fact that Mercedes was in this, in this movie. Because okay. I don't know if you could say Maybe that. Maybe use, use a better term. <laughs> Just bleep okay, it out. I'm <laughs> sorry. That Mercedes is getting annihilated. Like, there you go. Destroyed. That works. <laughs> Oh my god. Um that anyways. Then the somebody balloons. where did they get the balloons? I don't they, know. They tied the Where did they get the, the fireworks? The There's a bouncy house. I don't know where they yeah, there is a bouncy house. If somebody's willing to bring up like literally twenty thousand dollars accumulative of alcohol to that party, somebody's willing to bring balloons. Well, I, I think fair. the point I think the point here is that like there's so many stupid things that we like just like like objects and interactions that occurred during the party that we could specifically talk about that would take like a 24-hour podcast to talk about they're all so individual they're all ultimately pointless nothing matters nothing matters it's a fake montage so the the only thing that kind of matters and adds plot point is the girls yeah, I, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that because we we got we're like ready to get into a heated debate about the Kirby. I'm angry. <laughs> All right, who wants to describe the, the scenario at point? Oh, it can't be Mason. It can't be Mason or I because okay. we're strongly okay. Okay. Strongly uh, wait, I one said one. that I said that I was taking the enlightened centrist position, so I I guess I'll describe. Okay, it. Got it. Okay. Explain. Kind of like. Hey Jake, you're kind of like uh, Joe Biden, reaching across the aisle. Oh, epic <laughs> satire. Um, <laughs> so there's Thomas likes. <laughs> I don't remember their fucking names. Are you sure? Thomas, I threw. No, I think I threw Jake off. <laughs> Thomas likes Kirby, and Kirby likes Thomas. Kirby's a girl, and not, not like friends since they were kids. And Kirby gives him a gift 
and I don't know if they make out or they have sex, but they, they do. Kiss. They, they kiss. They make out. They, they make have like out. a passionate oh, kiss. They, they have a passionate kiss, and he's like, that was weird. And she's like, no, it's not. And it cuts to them making no, out. No, I think that he said later that he had the no-nos with her. No, 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 no. No, they, they make they just out, made out, and then they make out like passionately. No, they so make out to them. Stop. He, he makes out with her, and then she they something bad happens. I forget what. I think it might have been the cops coming the first time. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it was when somebody showed up that was bad, and then he ran downstairs. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. the cops or the neighbors. No, no, no. Let's, let's continue this. Let's it, was it was the neighbor. It was the neighbor. That Kirby, was the neighbor. You know what? It doesn't matter. Anyway, he kissed Kirby, and he made Kirby out. Kirby and him are briefly, like, kind of intimate, and then – then there's this other girl there who's like the hottest girl in school, and they're all like, "Oh, she fucks college dudes, dude. You're net. You have no chance." But like, she's into him because he threw the party. She, then he is in the pool with Kirby, and he is on the ecstasy. Because let's let me take a break to acknowledge something. He's freaking out because his dad calls, and the cops have been there at this point, and his friends are like, and he's drunk. And his friends are like, oh, you're freaking out, man. I've got the perfect thing to calm you down. Take this ecstasy. <laughs> Which is the, I wrote, I wrote, it's ecstasy. That was the worst advice <laughs> in any movie I've ever heard. Saying it was a kiss or saying it was a makeout feels a bit um, understated. It was definitely like, there was like a level of passion and intimacy that was there. Plus these people known each other since they're friends and like there's a level of like loyalty and intimacy that kirby has with him yeah and then whenever he's by the pool with her she isn't she just doesn't want to like take it to the level in which they will have sex or that it will like cross a line it's very like clear that she like is into him but she doesn't want to like commit to anything and that yeah, he's also she, into her? Yeah, but, okay, if you're into somebody and the other person's into it, and if you don't want to commit to anything... But that doesn't mean... Like, not, oh, not. Kirby, she, like, rejects him kind of in the pool. And so then Alexis, like, sedu- seduces him, and they go up to his room. And then Kirby... <laughs> Kirby walks in on them. Kirby walks in on them. First off, why did Kirby walk in on them? Because the writers wanted that drama. You know, there was no reason that she would go up to his room in that situation. There is no reason he would lock the door. Maybe she was looking for him. I guess. Didn't you lock the door? He didn't lock the door. She Second just off, why didn't also, also, the one security guard, they hired, like, middle schoolers to work security who have tasers, which were, pro- which were easily, like, my favorite characters in the movie. They just didn't give a fuck. And they have, like, this rivalry with the one neighbor who's trying to shut down the party because he tases the one guy. He punches him in the face and then goes back to his house. And then the other security guard, like, sneaks into the house to monitor them to make sure they're – to know when they call the police. It's just so absurd. And that's – this movie is so absurd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she, he basically he's friends with this girl for a long time. They kiss. She's like, I don't want to take it any further. And so he starts going with this one other girl, and she walks in and she gets mad. I mean, she I think that's fine. fine. Why is that fine? She because so she runs can... away. She she has every right to be mad, but he's she not. Has, not like the. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. I if I was Kirby and that was happening to me, I would be pretty emotionally distraught. 
Oh, I would be too, but he is not. He's not at fault. I'm He's not, not the villain. The question is, is he at fault? That's the argument. Yes. Oh. Right yes. No. Why I'm saying he's at fault. Explain I am saying that he is at fault. fault. Explain to me why he's at fault. He was wet off the girl and he switched to a different girl. He, is, he no. said no anymore. You know what, though? It but, doesn't But that's because matter. she didn't. None of it okay. matters because at the end of the movie, <laughs> he gives a half-ass speech and a mildly charismatic line and she kisses I, him. I was so upset with Kirby at the end. I was like, you are better than this girl. You are better than him. You are better than him. Like, I was like, so that made me so livid that he like got with her still. I'm like, he has no future. He's a jackass. He's an idiot. Why was Dak still filming at school the next day? (laughs) After reviewing the movie. Why the fuck was it called Project X? Because that was the name of the party. In the beginning, he's like, this is going to be Project X. Yeah, it's, it's going to be why? Costco's party. I'm calling him Costco because that's the only name I think Costco. of. Costco. <laughs> Costco. I like, I like. Costco. All right, I, I have a thing because this Major movie deals. is literally just a series of shitty vignettes. Everyone yeah. say one vignette from the party that they liked. Because there's got to be one. I'll tell you the shittiest one. Right here, right now. The shittiest one that they did ten times wait, was when the, they uh, get on their high eyes or their drunken eyes and face, and everything pours out, and the music starts blaring, and then tits and people making out and blowing smoke in the face. Yes, the, the montage. We established that this movie is nothing but montages. <laughs> montages are shit. It's always just like Adam. You just described just like, everyone. It's though. always <laughs> just just 2012 the rap song. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it really is. What with after the scribes happened like eight or nine times. Nine, at least ten, dude. Yeah. I'll, so I'll free. Tell you, I'll tell you a good scene. I'll tell you a good scene. Yeah, everybody say one good thing. It's a good little thing. Okay. The good scene a good scene is when he is high and him and his friends are high and they're all acting pretty darn well. That's when they're like, like the, I love you, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that yeah. was the one I was gonna say, Owen, which yeah. speaks to how many sh- how shitty this movie was. That when I asked everyone <laughs> to name the scene, that's what I was gonna like, say. Well, I actually have a different say one. The same but... scene. <laughs> okay, Adam has a different one. Okay, I have a which different one, scene. Adam? It's it involves the two middle school police cops. And it's at the end of the movie when the neighbor walks out and said Hey, Cobb, you owe me a new tree, and his tree's on fire. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and they said, okay. you snitched on us. And the, the kids literally run and jump on him and tase him. And I just think <laughs> that's so funny. The person, they put a person with dwarfism in an oven, and then he gets out of the oven. And then, like, what feels like three hours later in the movie, but it's really probably 15 minutes, <laughs> he crashes the Mercedes into the pool. Which, how did he get the keys to the Mercedes? Why did Thomas not put the keys to his dad's car in his pocket? I digress. So that's how the Mercedes gets destroyed. Also, what I did like in that scene is once that Mercedes gets destroyed, Costa's like, I'm going to be 100 with you. I can't fix this. He's like, I've been talking out my ass. He's like, we fucked up here. (laughs) It Uh, is kind of cool seeing a... a uh, like a party movie where they don't get away with it. Yeah, it's just yeah. Kind of- I like that they didn't get away with it. Well, they couldn't have gotten away with it because at the end, the drug dealer comes back and he has a flamethrower and he wants his gnome. But and the gnome got burns. The okay, I have a question. It'll be about 
400 ecstasy tablets. That's $4,000, give or take, you know, maybe more, maybe less. I don't really know the price of ecstasy, especially in 2012. Never I, done ecstasy. I, I would look it up. I don't, I just don't want to be followed by cops. Um, that being said, $4,000 is not worth torching a, like a suburban neighborhood. <laughs> this man is insane. <laughs> also, he bought it in bulk, which means he got a discount. Costco. You know? <laughs> oh shit never mind no i'd be burning down a fucking neighborhood if i were him according to the voice 50, dollars, 50 capsules of ecstasy goes for one thousand dollars and only 50 that was way more than 50. Cost 25 dollars yeah that's crazy. that's a lot of money yeah there was a lot of ecstasy in that gnome I get why he's so mad. <laughs> so that that's like his fucking retirement right there. If that's like, oh, because that was a lot of ecstasy. That was that was a lot. To someone. Yeah, exactly. He's so I, but also I don't know what that's show up with a flamethrower and burn down the suburbs, you know, because the cops are there. And then you, he's supposed to be like the drug dealer, so he would hate the cops. They're going to, I don't know what universe this movie is set in, but if you show up to a suburban neighborhood with a fucking flamethrower and light the neighborhood on fire, burning down the house, burning down the neighbor's trees and shit, setting cars on fire, you're going to jail. The cops <laughs> jail? At jail? There's, There's consequences. They're gonna shoot you. <laughs> and that's this whole movie is just no one cares about consequences. Yeah. Then let's talk about the movie, like as oh a whole. God, I'm exhausted already. Absolutely. I said it once, and I'll say it again. It's like someone handing over their iPhone and saying, "Check out this party I was at last night." Let me. Do you know what? Do you know what? This is. I pointed this out last week. Every movie that we've watched so far features a new piece of technology that they get into some hijinks because of. And Jimmy Kimmel. And Jimmy and Kimmel. And Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel was in this movie. one too. <laughs> also, um, Todd, Phillips, Todd Phillips directed the last movie. Todd Phillips executive produced this movie. Why? So he uh, must know Kimmel. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's him and Jimmy Kimmel have some sort of agreement. He and Kimmel definitely are friends. Oh, yeah. Um, the soundtrack was was good at points, you know. You could tell they didn't spend all their budget because they used the entire song. Like, yeah. Like the one, the, the Kid Cudi, the, the Pursuit of Happiness remix plays like the entire like five-minute song. Understood. Yeah. The, the part, the soundtrack of this movie, though, reminded me of what a 2012 high school party. If I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, it no, a lot of the that, songs would still be played today. Uh, yeah, especially that Kid Cudi one. Yeah. Um, there's, it, I'm, I'm going to say this just because it's kind of interesting real quick. There's definitely, like, a drastic difference between, like, how parties are interpreted now, like, 2012 and post, and, like, how parties like, were interpreted in, like, late 90s, early 2000s. Like, yeah, the American like, Pie... Like, it's very much like, it's Blink-182. What's up, man? Yeah, it's and now it's like, like, this is batshit crazy. 
the parties and like, <laughs> like road trip like there's a lot of people there and same with american pond but it's all like at the end of the day like it's all people trying to have fun right. this movie feels like people trying to impress other people there's people trying to have fun in this you know but it all feels like oh I need to have a good time at this, you know, because this is the craziest part. That's a really good point, Jake, and I genuinely think that's more realistic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that is real. This movie's like realistic. Okay, let's talk about. Actually, I, I have a perfect word to describe this movie. Yes. It's yep. nihilistic. It. I feel like, it, as far as like the main characters are concerned, and like the dialogue much better than the other two but everything else was terrible uh i'm gonna give it a d plus i enjoyed the dynamic of the main characters even if like costa is shitty but i enjoyed his interactions and their improvisation was very genuine you know it 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 felt that was the one thing in the movie that i enjoyed i liked them and i liked miles teller in some of the jokes, especially the 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 at the end, there's the stereotypical like what happened after, and like there's text on the screen that made me laugh. But then they ruin it by having another misogynistic scene after the fact. At the end of the day, there's something I found recently that's really funny to me. It's a SoundCloud rapper, unironically made a made a rap where the beat is just a metronome this beat is only a metronome foreign plug he be speaking rosetta stone fuck a swisher i've been smoking about a cup i think that that (laughs) very apt comparison for this movie where yes it's a movie i guess but it feels so empty and like if you strip like 20 minutes off of this movie i think it would be better and i think that if you like cut it up and cut out the montages it would be better but why make the movie you know at the end of the day it's not a movie worth watching and for that other i'm factoring in the parts that made me laugh there is some genuinely funny stuff in this but it's 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 hard to watch you know it is difficult to slog through ungodly long for that reason d minus Agreed. Hard Actually, agree. no. They played Kid Cudi's Pursuit of Happiness and played LCD Sound Systems. Daft Punk is playing in my house. D plus. The <laughs> music. For the music. The soundtrack is good. Okay, fair. All right. Uh, I disagree with you. I think that you could have cut up a lot more than 20 minutes. I think you could have made it like 30 minutes. No, exactly. You could cut yeah. so much out of this, but then why make the movie? Shouldn't have made the movie. <laughs> they, should, they should never. Who pitched this? <laughs> what was the pitch for? You know what happened? We a both know what happened. executive saw a thing on, on the news about a party that was thrown in his town that a Facebook invitation got sent out and a bunch of people, like a hundred people showed up. And he's like, huh, what if we made that a movie? And, th- and then he saw Paranormal Activity and he went- And then he was like- Let's oh. make this happy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna do mine. I, yeah, get, this mission, I was exhausted halfway through and I'm exhausted now. I don't wanna watch this movie again. It, it, I'll admit there are some funny aspects and the dialogue and everything some of it's like genuinely more realistic than most movies I've ever seen. 
but I was made so uncomfortable by this movie. I'm D minus. Fuck this shit. I can't sure. watch it again. Cool. I'm- Adam? Yeah. All right. Like Mason said, this movie was way too freaking long. I thought this thing was three hours. The The biggest difference between this movie and the other movies to me is that I'd actually still watch American Pie again. Yeah, I would because, love to watch it. Because with, with Friends, it's all right. This movie, I did not enjoy my time sitting here. I feel I like cool. like the, this movie you can't watch with friends again. Where like it no, I could never time. watch. So that did D minus as well. Like it's okay, cool, not good. Cool. And the person that was closest was Adam and Mason because, well, kind of. So by IMDb standards, it gets a sixty-six percent. Okay, um, which is well, I'm mm. closest by IMDb standards then. No, you both. Uh, you or I, because we both said D plus. Yeah, both you are. But if you're going by Rotten Tomatoes standards, uh, Mason and Adam are both closer, <laughs> but they're off by quite a bit because it got a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh, crap. Fuck this movie. That's, I hate this. This is the lowest rated movie that we've watched, honestly, probably for a good this reason. Is easily the worst one. I honestly. This was like a major like studio released. We're going to watch a lot of like direct to DVD shit, I'm sure. I'm sure some of that will be worse. This was the worst like movie that like movie like released <laughs> theaters that we will watch. <laughs> oh my god. Nothing I was going to say, can you imagine sitting through that? I think I think if we weren't recording this podcast and we would not I would have turned it off. Would have stopped. I would have turned yeah. it off. We talked about it too like yeah, I, I was like, like, do we turn this off? Yeah, I was seriously asking Jake, like, can we just do the podcast watching half of this? <laughs> we could have, and, and it would have majorly been the same thing. I don't think I gained anything from this. I just, all I remember is, is I paused it thinking we were like 45 minutes in and we were 19 minutes in. <laughs> all right. Because I was thinking, oh, an hour and a half. Because road trip like flew by and so yeah. much happened in road trip. Yeah. Like they did so <laughs> much. Road trip was longer. Right. Road trip was honestly, this movie made me appreciate road trip a lot. <laughs> I agree completely. All right. Um, I think we've right. established the fact that this movie was fucking terrible. Um, that's it for this week with higher education. I've been Jake Dubkowski. Please don't hold on Jake. Before, before we log off, I just want to say like, Hey, if you're somebody that's listening to this, that is once again, just not somebody that is like an immediate friend. uh, Please, please. And even if you are an immediate friend, please leave a review on an iTunes store or, or anything truly post about it, talk about it. Um, And if you tweet it and if you do that and then send a picture or tweet at Jake that you did that, you can choose the next movie that we review. Uh, Thank you so much. This is Higher Education. And uh, thank you you for listening. Have a wonderful uh, rest of whatever your day is.